Of Is It Rotten 100 Greatest? I am your host, Edward the Fifth. I just realized I don't think I've ever said that uh, thus far. I don't know. Anyway, um, this week I am going to be discussing the movie The Exorcist once again with special guest Edmund. So after this quick ad break, we will be back discussing the film The Exorcist. All right, and we're back with Edmund here. I'm here. And we are discussing the film The Exorcist from 1973. Um, <laughs> as we always start these things, uh, what is your experience and uh, what is your experience with The Exorcist? Uh, my experience prior to this was just really seeing clips on the internet or really seeing it spoofed in other movies like Scary Movie mm-hmm. where you see the girl on the bed and she's like just vomiting green projectile vomit mm-hmm. everywhere and i just seen that spoofed a thousand times but uh other than that you know i'm not catholic so i didn't i didn't have any real strong background with the exorcist gotcha um so i have to ask because i sent you the list and this was one of the movies you volunteered for why this movie because i had never seen it and it just seemed so iconic like uh every time I mean, A, there's been probably like four or five different remakes or spoofs or spinoffs of The Exorcist. Mm. So I kind of did want to go into the source material to really see where this was coming from. And I actually found out it was supposedly based off a real story. It was based off the actual final Exorcist recorded. But instead of it being a girl, it was actually a little boy. But I don't know how, you know, movie magic, they stretch certain things. So I don't know how that exorcism played out. Yeah, I heard that too. But I also... I think it said it was based off of a, a, a book or something in the credits of the movie. So, okay. I don't know. I mean, it may be both. It was based off a book. It was based off a book. It was, whatever. It doesn't, it's not that important. <laughs> um, books are important, people. Yes, books are important. You children, you should read books. I don't know how many children are listening to this. Adults should read books too. Just as much as kids, actually. More than kids, maybe. You know, as your brain starts to develop, it you know pick up a new skill so that you you don't lose functionality in your brain. Blah blah blah. That's not what we're here to discuss. Um, I had never seen The Exorcist before, but you know, I I knew about the the girl spitting up and and all of not all of that. That's about all I knew. Right. And I yes. I had heard in any time I hear this movie talked about i heard this movie talked about it was like everybody was always talking about how how the movie made their skin crawl and how creepy it was and and so on and so forth and i was like maybe maybe it was like that for 1973 i didn't say get on the table luna i said come jump in my lap what are you doing she she (laughs) definitely jumped on the table all right just don't make a bunch of noise um she's (laughs) She just chilling. That's cool. Um, I guess maybe when this movie came out, it was like revolutionary or maybe it was creepy or whatever. But like watching this in the 2020 lens, it was just like, 
all right, I guess. <laughs> I definitely laughed more than I should have. Right. <laughs> I definitely laughed more than I should have. Like, oh, okay. I mean, if you was, this was, sure. I mean, all right. But, like, looking at it through the 1973 lens or whatever, I was like, okay, I guess I can see how this would be, yeah, how this yeah, would be yeah, creepy. Right. Right. You know, seeing this girl's head turn completely around and her with this demonic sounding voice and spitting up this green pea soup and all of this other stuff. Yeah, and, and even just like the more crawling backwards down the stairs and yeah, spitting up blood and all was, of this. And, and that's just the PG things that we were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a moment I was like, I want to text you like, uh, Chris, can I legally watch this? <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to have somebody knocking at my door? Oh, yeah. So for those that are listening and wondering, why he just called me Chris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to go by that name back in the day, back when he knew me in high school, but I no longer go by that name. So there's the explanation for that. <laughs> back to the exorcist. Back to the exorcist. <laughs> so, um, the whole Iraq part of that movie, why? I put that was my big. I put Northern Iraq at the top of the paper. The music, the the music comes. Not the music, God Jesus. The movie starts. Uh, uh, I'm like, what am I? What is this? I had to double check them because you know I rented the movie. Once you rent something, you buy yeah. it. That's it. I had to make sure I was watching the same movie. Yeah, I mean, the only reason that I wasn't just completely thrown off is because one of the other podcasts I listened to has talked about this movie before, Mm -hmm. and they specifically have mentioned this part of the movie, and they're like, okay, why is this part in there? So me watching it, I'm like, okay, why is this part in here? Because you think it's to set up that artifact. Right, exactly. That artifact has it serves no purpose later on in the movie. I think one time. Right, but it was just like the dude picks it up, looks at it, and is like, huh, and that's it. It's like, so what is the point of this, like, <laughs> what is the point of this whole, like, 20-minute section of this movie with this dude walking around, staring at stuff, looking like, I don't... And what's crazy was, like, I really thought they were going to build up and bring it back because the first, because, you know, obviously, we're, we're in Iraq, so the only, the person there that's European, he's obviously going to serve as important. Mm-hmm. So, I believe the first words he speaks, because, you know, one of the guys go finds him, um, you know, says, hey, we find something. We, you know, we found something. It was so funny in the scene. Like, he makes it seem like he's digging for something. Right. And he just pulls it out. I'm like, right. like that yeah, was, that dude knew that was in there. Yeah, he definitely knew that was in But uh, when, when he goes, I guess, in, like, to the facility or whatever, he says that, like, we're fighting evil against evil. So I was like, okay, maybe that might be a theme or something towards the end of the movie. And then, um, also, I, f- I forgot his name, but uh, the, the same priest that, you know, who ends up doing the exorcism, not Demi, but the other guy who was in Iraq, he walks past the um, he walks past the men while they're praying. Mm. And I know, you know, I'm not necessarily a part of their religion, but I know that, or I know enough to where is when they pray, it's like a, everybody does it. It's mm. like everybody stops what they're doing, they have their mats, they all, like, kneel and pray or whatever. So, just to have the I guess the European walking through that I thought that symbolized like okay he's gonna die towards the end of the movie or he's not like doing things according to the practice but now that you're saying like you've you know watched another podcast listened to another podcast and they say okay what was the point of this I was literally like okay what is the point of this yeah um maybe there's another cut of the movie where 
they like a director's cut or extended something where this stuff happened this part of the movie comes back and makes more sense later or something but as far as i can tell that part of the movie you could cut that out completely this movie definitely needs a director's cut because we're going to talk about it more like there were several parts in this movie where i was watching it and i was like wait did i miss something or it went super fast like the way that it was cut it was just my mom's sick Next scene, yeah, his mom died a few days ago. What? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> I, I had to rewind it twice to make sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah. Like, what? What happened? Yeah, I didn't. That was like I didn't. Honestly, I wasn't thinking about it too much because I was chilling out. I was about to go to bed after I watched it, so I'm chilling on the couch watching it or whatever. And that part, he goes in there, and his mom's like. Like why are we? Why did you put me in this? Why'd you put me in this place or whatever? And she like doesn't want to talk to him. And then it's like cut next scene. And then somebody's talking about how his mom died. And I'm like, wow. Home though, she died at home specifically. They said yes, she died at home. He found her. And I was like, well, when did she get released? What did that? What happened there? She was gonna be released. I shoot. I'm like, all right. I guess next keep moving. (laughs) I don't know. Like it was that was definitely, but um. I mean, I don't like. I don't know where we're going next, but I did want to talk about how, like, Demi was my favorite character in the movie. Like, I really liked Demi's character, even with, um, because you know, not seeing this before, I'm trying to like, you know, just figure out everything as the movie goes on. Mm-hmm. And like, I do appreciate the fact that he does come to terms early in the movie that like, hey, I may have lost my faith. I don't need to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to go. I need to go be with my family. You know, my mom or whatever. So he's actively trying to do the right thing, but he still kind of gets caught up in the, I guess, the bureaucracy of being a priest so much to where as he loses his mom and then, you know, he's still kind of like going down this downward spiral. Even, yeah, even just to talk about that again, after his mom died, I didn't know if the guy that came to come see him, did he bring him the liquor or did he already have the liquor? Because um. I feel like he said he stole it, but I was like, when did you come in here with that? Yeah, I did hear him say that he stole it, and then there was the joke about yeah, something being a sin. Yeah, about it, but I don't know if it was a real thing or not. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was... Was he already drinking before then? I don't even remember. They were drinking a little bit. In, oh, I mean, but, like, when the dude came to his bedroom or whatever, right, was right, he right. was he already drinking, or did he just drink when the guy... Because the bottle was, like, a third of the way empty. Uh, you know, I don't know. Oh, it was, might be a continuity thing that they just yeah. yeah he was going through it. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you lose your mom, I expect you to you know hit a low point. But <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. This movie is so yeah. There's so many things about this movie I just want to talk about. I got notes. Another thing was um the scoring of this movie. Like there were so many parts of this movie where it was just dry silence. I wrote down specifically where outside of the like Iraqi dude singing the first 20 seconds, there mm-hmm. isn't a score until like the 15 minute mark. Hmm. And so like, I don't know necessarily just how movies have progressed. They understand they're like, oh, you know, movie score or even just with my knowledge of like dramas, horrors, the score kind of sets the precedent for the fear or the mood of the movie. It was a lot of times I felt like, okay, is like, for instance, one of the parts I felt like I shouldn't have laughed at was um, the mom is walking in the house and she hears something which seems like to be in the attic. Mm. But like, there's no real, you just hear a noise. Like, you just hear this noise. There's yeah. no real indication of where it comes from. She's looking at the ceiling, but she doesn't go to the ceiling. 
and then they don't reference it in like till twenty minutes later in the movie. Yes, like, that's that's another thing on? because they they make this whole big deal about the attic and is is there rats in the attic or whatever? And I'm thinking, okay, maybe this this um what's the word this artifact that they found in iraq or whatever made its way up to her attic somehow and some weird voodoo or whatever is going on and she's gonna go up there somebody's gonna find it and that's when the possession starts but that's another thing the possession just starts out of nowhere starts (laughs) like and what's crazy was i was trying to pinpoint to where is there was a moment where you hear the scream and then it cuts to the girl laying in the bed and i was like okay well she doesn't look possessed here Mm then it does what it does best go to another scene that's like in daytime with different characters so it's like well yeah, I guess kind of like we said like a continuity thing like where does one thing end where does another thing begin because I have all these questions and it's like you can't even say that because I was just thinking while, we, while you were talking that maybe because she asked the old guy I guess her housekeeper or whatever mm-hmm. to put the rat traps up and I, I was thinking maybe he could have gone up there and found the artifact or whatever right. but no because she heard the noise and went up there saw that he had put the rat traps down and he popped his head up through the right. door like hey what's going on so she was still hearing the noise after he had already been up there so it's like so what's when when at what point did the possession actually start what caused it was it this artifact who knows like it i mean i'm pretty sure that that's what is what this movie is supposed to be implying that it was this artifact that right, 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 brought right. this about yeah. but it just wasn't clearly stated or it just it was i i do not understand why this movie is on this list at all man <laughs> man but you know one thing i will say that like the parts that stay with me were more of the like shock values where it's like it's 1970, and I didn't think you would put this in a movie mm. type thing. Yeah. Towards, uh, all I'm going to say is there's a one point where the antagonist says, lick me. And I was like, Whoa. <laughs> Oh, when she shows her mom's face into, uh, yeah. Whoa. I was like, yo, can I watch? That, like, that was the moment where I was like, can I, am I supposed to be watching this? Like, they did that on film? Mm-hmm. That was some crazy stuff, though. Yeah, there, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's why I don't know. I, like I think like I the think shock that, value, the the limits, the boundaries that they right. pushed with this back when this came out. Right. Maybe and even, even towards like with the special effects, there was one moment where, like you say, looking at the twenty twenty lens, they're performing the Exorcist, and she's like vomiting, or like you can clearly see there's a mask on top of her. Yeah, because you can see it. Yeah, on yeah. the side of her face where her, so her like, ears like, are. Okay. Like, all right, I, you know, if you mm-hmm. do it fast enough, it's 1970. Nobody's really paying attention. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was dying during The Power of Christ Compels You. <laughs> that was the funniest part in the world to me. Because so, I really felt like they just let the camera roll and, like, they had to feed off of each other. Like, mm-hmm. you going to see it? You going to see it? Right. I'm going to see it? You going to see it? Yeah, I'm a... During, what's funny is I stayed awake through the entire movie and fell asleep during the actual exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> All I did was I woke up and the old guy was dead and the younger dude was like, come into me. And then he threw himself out the window and I was like, all right, we're done. Time to go to bed. Oh, my God. Let let me tell you about that mess. So in my mind, I'm thinking, because, okay, I'm I'm that type of person that if I can physically see the timestamps of a movie. In the last 30 minutes, I'm like, all right, every, how are they going to wrap this up? How are mm-hmm. they going to wrap this up? Who's not going to make it? I'm looking for all the ways you can try to make an out out of this. Mm-hmm. And then um, I knew that the old guy had to die. But I didn't know. I mean, 
Let's let's see. I knew that the the priest from from Iraq was gonna die because he obviously didn't confront whatever demon or thing. And then it and then um you could say it was foreshadowed that demon was gonna die because the demon said, "Oh, you're gonna perform an exorcism. It's gonna get us closer." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, you know." He, I think he asked, "Like, oh, is he gonna? You know, are you and the girl gonna get closer?" He was like, "No, me and you are gonna get closer." Right. So I think that was like a little bit of foreshadowing. I guess the part I didn't get was when you know I guess he was finally like, "Come into me," and then he did, and then he was like still trying to attack the girl, and I was like, "Wait, what?" what? Like he kind of like made a face like, Arr. and then he just threw himself out the window. But one thing I will say. How did what was his name Burke, the guy who was drunk? When mm. did he die? Um, he died when I think the I think it was that maybe he went back to their house at some point and mm. tried to do something with the little girl or okay. something. I don't know, but right. she threw him out of her bedroom window, and, and he died he, basically the same, same way, way that the priest did, died yeah. by falling down the stairs. So. I don't that again that yeah, whole that thing was not, was not clear to me. I don't know. Um I was trying to remember who Burke was the entire time. It was like was that the housekeeper? I was that the it once they were like <laughs> dead. I was like, "Wait, who hold up, pause." Like which one is that? I literally once you type exorcist in Google and type B, Burke is the first thing that. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was the guy who was like super drunk being an a-hole. He got into it with the um I guess like the male house servant or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, and, I don't. And that was another thing. Um, you know, I can't necessarily fault the movie, but like the audio levels was kind of off in some points to me. I felt like sure sometimes the audio was really great, other times it was like, what the hell are they saying? Yeah, or, I mean, shout out to closed captions. I don't know. Yeah, if you say so. I mean, I wasn't paying it like <laughs> like this movie is so boring. Like it's just nothing happening. I mean, yeah. No, nah, I stand by what I said. It's boring. <laughs> it's boring. I don't. <laughs> I was I was really confused whereas there were so many things that they put in but didn't do anything with like yeah. the guy goes into the church for instance like there's scenes that are drawn out like he's it's like three minutes of this priest walking to this church just to find out that the like one of the statues had been defaced but you never find out who it is why like and then you get this detective yes I'm a homicide detective I believe that the same person that did this did that but it's like Where's the correlation? Like, right. Where, where's the proof? Right. It's different. I'd understand if you could be like, hey, the guy, he died from your, your daughter's window. Mm-hmm. That's probably the most concrete thing I could see. So, yeah, we're going to follow you. We're going to ask you questions, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. But even another part I laughed at was, uh, <laughs> I think I wrote it down. Let me see if I got the exact quote. Oh, another thing. This is 1973. When they when Burke leaves the house, he's obviously intoxicated, right? Mm-hmm. He leaves the house and the mother says, God, I, I hope he makes it. And they just like laugh and play it <laughs> off. I'm like, yo, this dude is not fit to be behind a wheel. I'm like, wait, ain't no Uber out there. There's no cab. This man is drunk as a skunk about to drive home. He, he could have died walked. that way. Shoot, he like, could've they, they literally could have killed him off camera. Like, oh yeah, he died in a car accident. He was drunk. Shoot. Logical. I get that. What else? What else I brought on up here? Um, she's cool. She ain't, she ain't tripping. I do also feel that like, or maybe just be you no know, movies back then. I felt like this whole movie was a was a damn uh, Newport's like advertisement. Yeah, that's everybody just the was time. Everybody was smoking. That's the times, man. That's... Yeah, that was like Doctor pull out a cigarette, Mama pull out a cigarette. I'm just like, all right, where's my cigarette? <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't have to worry about it. It's 
it's it's the it's the times. That's that's what everybody was doing back then. You know, it's I didn't I wasn't worried. It didn't it didn't make a big deal to me. And <laughs> my notes are very strange. I also put nobody had chapstick. When that bro, when they showed a close up <laughs> of that girl's lips before she was possessed, I was like, "Please get this girl some Vaseline." But uh, I think they asked her. It was something online where they were like questioning her, and she was like, "I don't even smoke grass." <laughs> it was so funny when she said, "I don't even smoke grass." She was so upset. I but, mean, um, in those times, that's probably about what it was. Yeah, that's literally what it was. It was. Grass, <laughs> not gas. Grass, but um, but yeah, there was so many other things that I feel like they could have worked with, like um, like you. Some things I do feel like they did succeed at, towards you do feel the sense towards like how this could happen to somebody, you know, an exorcism happening to a affluent family, somebody who's rich, somebody who doesn't believe, mm-hmm. you know, this it's supposed to look like they're the perfect family because they have all this money, but you know the dad's like not involved, and you know the mom's dealing with stress and stuff, so. Like I, there were some points where I like, okay, this this could work, but just like how you said, you know, when you have so many things thrown in that don't come back together, it's like this is boring. Yeah. Because it's not gonna make sense. Well, this yeah. is boring because, what's the point? Yeah, I think it's interesting that this movie was pushing pushing science, and it's just interesting that they were like, <laughs> yeah, we think it's something having to do with her brain, and just and and you know we'll give her these pills and this will be it right. and it's like it's interesting that i don't it may just be a sign of those times that because in in 2020 everybody's like yes go to therapy talk to a psychiatrist if you right. need to but it seemed like that was like a taboo thing to do mm-hmm. if yeah, you know yeah. if i'm understanding the way that they were talking in the movie it was like nah just give her these meds don't go talk to a psychiatrist that's not necessary right. this is what it is this will what this is what will fix it so i thought that was interesting how just understanding of mental health and stuff like that has just kind of evolved and gotten more accessible uh now as opposed to to back then it was like yeah. nope this is what it is give her these pills and everything will be fine so that was interesting to yeah, me because it was <laughs> i forgot what the doctor said specifically but like she told her she's literally told her, like my daughter's no that's not oh no it was it was about the bed he, the doctor came out and he was you know he, he lit a cigarette of course he was like, yeah, you know, the bed's shaking. That's just spasms. You know? spasms. She was like, like, I was on the bed. It was shaking off the ground. Well, like, yeah. it wasn't her. Yeah, and he literally yeah. looked her in the eyes and was like, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, being a doctor has to be the best job ever. Like, nah, going, you must be nah. tripping. You need some pills, too? Because right, like, you must need to. You must need to get some rest. Uh, you know, yeah. It's weird. It's very weird. But uh, let's see, let's see. I think that was pretty much like all the big notes that I had. I did find it kind of funny that like, I'm not necessarily funny. This might just be like a, like a way they shot the movie. Mm-hmm. For the first few uh, scenes where the girl was on the screen, like her and her, you know, she's talking to her mom, but they never showed the mom's face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, is this just a like, you know, just trying to show more emphasis on the girl because she's kind of the, like the big star of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I just thought it was weird because I feel like in some moments you could be like, you could see that like, she's like, oh, like, this, I don't want to say it was spotty, but it's kind of like, she's either awkward or like not trying to look at the camera specifically mm-hmm. just because, you know, the big camera right here and you're supposed to be like talking mm-hmm. to the person, you know. 
But that was it. But uh, as the movie went on, you know, they showed the mother more. And then she had a decent range. I didn't think, like, I didn't know what to expect from her as an, as an actress coming into this. But, um, yeah, once once she kind of, like, turned the, after she had, you know, once she got disrespected with the whole lick me thing, she just, she started looking rougher and the acting <laughs> just got a lot better. Like, she was convincing. Like, I'm not crazy. I'm like, all right, you ain't crazy. I know. <laughs> You've been through some stuff, lady. Yeah. I think it's it's just interesting to 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 watch movies, older movies, and see acting then compared to acting now. And it's like, not to say that acting was bad back then, but just acting is different now. It's I mean, pe- people can make the same like comparison to sports. To whereas like back then, basketball, everybody was dunking mm-hmm. and doing alley oops. Now it's like that's a different the norm. kind of it's a different yeah, set of skills exactly, now than it was exactly. back then. Yeah, because to be honest, I feel like a lot of those people on camera were just there. Just talking at the... Yeah, just talking. Nobody had any real development. People didn't really know real cues or anything like that. Yeah. It's like as as film has developed, the the craft of acting has developed with it. Right. And that's, that's always interesting to watch because I don't know that people that enjoy film are necessarily going back and watching older movies like looking for performances or whatever because there sometimes there are good performances in older movies but it's just a lot of times I feel like it's camera tricks or what is what this director did or you know whatever the evolution of film in itself not necessarily people's performances or whatever because I don't know I've seen some stuff and it's just like all right, I guess. <laughs> Anything that comes on primetime television on ABC is ugh to me. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, what, you got anything else over there? I've been running off of whatever notes you had because I didn't have, I didn't write um, down that much. No, nah, other than that, this was a very confusing, you know, trip for me. And um, I'm glad I did see it, though. Like, I did enjoy the movie more than I thought I would. Mm. And then I could see how, just like I said, from from the from the highlights of the movie, I could see them staying with someone for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're someone who wants to get into film and things like that, it definitely did push a lot of. It did push a lot. It pushed really hard. It mm-hmm. did things that I didn't think, you know, a movie would have done back in the seventies. Yeah, and I guess it depends on what what age you watch. What age you watch this as well? Like right. if you're watching this as like a ten, fifteen year old kid just or hard. whatever. You, it probably would have stuck with you throughout throughout the years, and even if you haven't gone back to rewatch it, I'm sure it could have been something to make your skin crawl or creepier or whatever. But watching this as somebody in my late yeah. 20s, in the year 2020, it's like, okay, I've seen worse than this. Yeah. Nowadays, I've seen, like, I've seen, worse, <laughs> I've seen worse on regular television. <laughs> right. Like, we out here on the, they showing worse than this on the news. Like, really? yeah. hello. So, I mean, you know, it's it's whatever. Again, I don't really aside from that as a film as a whole, like I don't I don't really see why this movie would be on a list aside from the technical achievements. And if right. this movie is on the list for the technical achievements, then sure, it deserves its spot there for that reason. But personally, I wouldn't have this movie on my uh top 100 list. Um, I wouldn't have this movie on my top 100 list either, but I will, I, you know, I'll, I'll throw a whole bunch of stuff in the honorable mentions because the best horror movies for me are the ones that are more like occultic, have the more realistic kind of play upon things that already exist. Mm. Um, for instance, uh, Hereditary. Mm-hmm. I, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I love Hereditary. 
Yeah, Hereditary messed me up. I know, but <laughs> it did too. It, but that's a great movie. We should review that one next. But it was, you know, I could see where it draws from inspiration, like the older movies, the mm-hmm. where you're, you're you're trying to you're building fear not necessarily off of jump scares, but off of emotions, reactions, mm-hmm. real real trauma. The mm-hmm. that's what I'm that's what I've been trying to get to the, the majority of this episode. The characters are going through real trauma. Mm-hmm. Demi is going through trauma. You know, he's he doesn't want, he doesn't like the job he does. He's supposed to, you know, stay into this life of poverty, but he's not able to help his mother, which causes her to die. Right. The mother, you know, uh, being divorced, raising a kid by herself. Dad doesn't want to be around. And the kid, you know, she's just literally dealing with the demon. So mm. it's just a lot of trauma. And now, I mean, I don't know about the old guy. Even with the old guy, like, you see at the beginning, he's, like, struggling with the pills. So, like, uh, whenever he was in Iraq, he pulled out the little thing. He took a pill and, and like, dropped the water. He was, like, shaking and stuff. Sure. I remember that part. I, but, uh, but, you know, I mean, with stuff like that, I thought, like, okay, like, he's obviously going to die. He's, like, trying to find whatever artifact because he doesn't have much time. Mm-hmm. It's, like, trauma. Trauma just plays into a lot of these things within the movie. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, all right. That was The Exorcist, you guys. That was that was a movie. Please don't lick me. <laughs> uh, I hope I don't have any dreams about this. Man, I didn't, I think I'm fine. Like it, <laughs> after this discussion, I probably will never watch this movie, never think about it again. Like I don't, I don't have any uh, any further thoughts on it. I mean, that's, I would I would only watch the director's cut to see if they did some continuity. Like yeah, exorcist. that's that's probably it. That, if, if they if they fixed at least two or three things for me, I would probably put it on my top one hundred just because they went back and was like, "This is why this happened." Oh. Yeah, I may have to do some research and see if there's other cuts of this movie. Yeah, because if not, there's at least about forty five minutes of dead air. Yeah, if, not, if there's, there's no extra context, it's about forty five minutes of what is this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that will uh, that'll do it for this here episode of is it rotten 100 greatest before we get out of here you can go ahead and plug yourself and then we'll we'll wrap this thing up awesome yeah be sure to uh follow me on social media ed the anarchist that is anarchist on instagram and uh yeah that's pretty much all i want to plug but thanks you guys for having me and i hope i get to be invited on more episodes yeah you say that like like you didn't already volunteer for like five more episodes. <laughs> but when you say that, man, start off my whole vibe. It's like, oh yeah, I like the was pretty cool. Oh, I can give her another episode. Now Chris threw off the whole scheme. Nah, we know, we're about transparency here. <laughs> yeah, so these movies are pretty transparently trash. Yeah. So he Ed, Edmund will be back for episodes uh, later on. I have to look and see because I don't remember. And then I might be like, "Hey, put me on this other one." So Shoot, that's a maybe. Oh man, you know what? There's one that I'm excited about, but it's like way down the line. Toy Story because I just rewatched that much. One, one or yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You volunteer for that one? Nobody else claimed it, so I, I'm considered happening. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we'll go ahead and get out of here. I hope you guys have a great weekend great rest of your life until the next episode we'll see you i don't even remember what uh what's after the exorcist i'm gonna try to kill some time so we don't have dead air while i pull up uh the list here the exorcist is after exorcist in the next two weeks the next episode is the predator so 
Oh, well, it's not just it's not the predator. It's just predator. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Um. So until then, see you next time. Peace.